Yo, um, hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> so, Android 11 is here, and I'm trying to dig out my Pixel 2 XL here because I need to go ahead and officially update it to um, Android 11. So, hey, how's it going, everybody? Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, I do have all my Pixels uh, pretty much updating to the official Android 11, it's out right now. So, um, yeah, if you got, uh, you know, your Pixel devices, go ahead and check system update. Get those things going. Sneed, what is up? The big homie Sneed is here. What's going on? No, you is in here as well. We got uh, Gene G Tech up in the building. What's up? Android 11 officially here. It has arrived. Um, so, yeah, my um, Pixel 2 XL is in beta. The Pixel 2s have this update. Pixel 3 has this update. The 3A has this update. The 4 has this update. And the 4A will have this update. So, um, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and start getting a lot of these uh, devices that I have um, up to date. All the ones that are in beta, obviously, it's like a 9 uh, megabyte file. I'll show you guys here with the Pixel 2 XL. Uh Hey, how's it going, John? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, did Samsung S20 Note 20 get Android 11? We're going to go ahead and take a look at that. Now, I'm, now I'm going to say that more than likely they should. Um, I don't know if their update is available right now, but um, Samsung did say three-year support. So, oh, yeah, you got an update when you get home, Sneed. Um, hey, Paul, how's it going today? Um, all right, so we're gonna see what it basically says here. Well, it says preparing system update right now. Um, but this one was already on beta. Uh, most of my phones were on the beta already, so the final size was only nine nine point. Well, let's see here. All right, here we go. So on this one, nine point four seven megabytes uh, in size. Uh, this is just the descriptive features of what it basically is saying. Um, before you update. So, hey, Kathy, how's it going? Um, yeah, we're in here right now. Uh, but yeah, just real quick. So basically what it's basically, <coughs> basically what's basically, that's weird. What it's basically saying is introducing Android 11, powerful device controls and easier ways to manage conversations and your privacy. And now I'm getting like, hang on, let me just silence all those. Notifications get out of the way. Like, no, <coughs> anyways. Yeah, so, um, your device will be updated to Android 11. Learn more at android.com forward slash 11. Uh, new features included improved device and media controls, manager conversations in one place, built in screen recording, and more privacy controls. So, I'm just gonna go ahead and, um, hey, uh, Firewall Studios, what's going on? Uh, okay, we gotta catch up on comments here. Um, my internet slows down whenever I try to upload a video, like my ping goes high and my speed slow down a lot. Oh, who's your carrier? Just real quick. Let's start off with that. Uh, Mario, what up, Mario? Long time no see, buddy. Yes. Um, see, Firewall Studios is in the house. Uh, my 3XL was on beta. Uh, what do I need to do? Just check system update. Yes. Just check system update and then it'll be there. Um, it should be like a nine, nine point four seven or 9.83 megabyte. Um, file because you already have beta. If you didn't have beta on your Pixel, then it's going to be a much bigger um, uh, size install. 
So it could be like like 1.2 gigs. <coughs> okay. Um, Firebolt Studios. Um, I can't get the screen recording to work. What's exactly happening when you do that? All right. So I'm going to go ahead and install it on the Pixel 2 XL. Get it going already. Um, the Pixel 2 needs to be charged up, sadly. So that's going to take a little bit of time. Yes, resume installation. Because <clears throat> the screen, the the screen uh, recording was actually working okay on uh, on beta three. On beta two, there was an issue. So, like, um, let me see if I can try to demo it. Because that's something that oh, I'm still optimizing on my Pixel four. But that's something that uh, you know I've been I've been wanting on Androids for a long time is native screen recording. I hate having to go to third party ones because you know of all the you know like the my home internet, AT&T DSL internet. Oh, okay. Um, not too familiar. I mean, I know what DSL internet is. I'm just not too familiar with what would actually cause uh, cause the issue. If you need to, try resetting your router. Just, um, I mean, I know that's like, that's like the plain Jane, um, you know, tech support statement. Reset your router, but just try doing that and see... Um, also check check your lines too as well, and your and um and I don't know if the lines run outside your house, if you know where those are, but you can check those too just to make sure. Um, same, it shows the wallpaper and and the audio. That's it. Huh. Good afternoon from Northern Michigan. Thanks for coming in, Todd. Um, yeah. Good afternoon here. It's actually noon right now. Let's see. Uh... I was wondering if Android 11 would go to the Galaxy S9. I don't know because I know when Samsung announced like the the um, at their unpacked event, they said that they were going to do three-year support for the Samsung Galaxy devices, and they actually named the Galaxy S10 and up as the ones being uh, years of of a uh, support with the uh, OS you know OS support. So, um, well, I'm going to pop the Android11.com website so we can see. Um, Android.com slash 11. <sighs> okay. Um, they, they run the internet lines on the ground, and I resetted the modem several times. My modem takes 22 minutes to boot up. Whoa. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe Sneed has something on that. Um, Sneed's pretty much familiar with uh, like the like networking and the internet and all that and all that stuff, right? Like I know a little bit. So um, I mean, like what I've given you to to do is pretty much what I what I would do. Um, geez, my cats are like being bananas. But anyways, let me share this real quick. We'll go over what Android 11 is. Um, I'll get back to you guys' comments here in a second. All right, so um, the OS that gets to what's important. <laughs> Go straight to the stuff that matters most because Android 11 is optimized for how you use your phone, giving you powerful device controls and, and easier ways to manage conversations and privacy. So one of the things I did notice with Android 11 beta is that my messaging has like the, the bubble feature. So you know how like with Facebook, when you get a message on Facebook Messenger, a little bubble pops up on your screen and you can tap that to like open up the thread for your messaging and then tap it to close it and then drag it to the the X at the bottom to dismiss it away. Now you have that with Android messages. Um, so here's some of the things that you will see with, with uh, Android 11 now. Um, those that had beta pretty much already saw this, but it gives you easier controls for things. So you have 
like if you have smart home devices, you have a section. So when you hold the power button to launch this screen right here, has access to basically your GPay. So like any uh, debit cards, credit cards that you have connected with GPay, you have access to them right here. And then also home controls. So like, you know, Google Home smart speakers, smart lights, um, door locks, um, you know, security cameras in your house. You have access to it all right here from the section. You have emergency mode to put your phone in emergency mode. You can restart your phone or you can just power it up. At those things there that's actually pretty cool and like i like this demo here right here at the bottom says standby vacuum cleaner so that's actually pretty cool you also have the ability to control your thermostat and things like that so that's uh that's that's kind of dumb, i think you know with android 11 um let's see let me take a comment here i have a google pixel 3a but it doesn't show update why have i been trying uh, i've been trying again and again for the last hour um are you um love from india or live from india uh, I do appreciate you being on the on the podcast here, um, and you're from India. That's pretty awesome, man. Uh, wow, I haven't had anyone that was outside from the U.S. actually appear on my uh, podcast. So, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for being here, and I really appreciate you coming in and sharing that. I'm not entirely sure why it's uh, not showing up for you. Um, of course, it could be region based uh, for for the uh, release. Um, depends on your carrier too as well. I don't know what carriers they have in India. I think like one that I've heard of it could be a carrier. I'm not entirely sure, but it's Flipkart. Uh, but let me just say this real quick. Like, I mean, you know, give it a little bit of time. So like, I know the rest of the world, like, you know, is dealing with it in increments of how it's put out. I can only tell you about how it's put out here in the U S um, but yeah, just uh, hang tight and that 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 is going to come up to you because you have a Pixel 3a, you are going to get the update. Um, so it's not like you're going to you're missing out. Um, if you want to try, you know, try and like, um, I guess you could say like, like hard trigger it, um, go to uh, g.co forward slash uh, beta, which will put you into enroll into the Android beta. I don't know if you can still do it. You can try that. But if it allows you to, to to enroll your device in beta, then there will be a system update that will update your phone to um, uh, Android Android 11 beta 3. But that might trigger it to also accept the um, the full update. Uh, when will my Samsung Galaxy S10 5G get Android 11? We'll look at that here in a little bit, Orlando. Thanks for being here. We're going to look at, at, at when um, certain devices are expected to get Android 11. Right now, I can only tell you that the Pixels... And I believe OnePlus is going to have this because uh, OnePlus tends to update their devices just around the same time as Pixel devices update. So that's one thing I know. Android, uh, I want to switch to Android, but I want FaceTime and iMessage airdrop since I use those features a lot. Then stick with the iPhone. There's no reason for you to come to Android. If that if those are the most important things for you, which is FaceTime, iMessage, and airdrop, don't come to, to Android because Android has basically messages, which has RCS messaging. Um, has uh, Duo, which is equivalent to FaceTime. And uh, it is getting its own version of what would be considered like AirDrop. So Android will have that. They're actually still te uh, testing it. But I'm going to say this, just, you know, be straight out. And uh, not, you know, not, not not saying like, you know, Android's not good for you. I'm just saying, but if those things, if those three things right there matter to you, there's no reason for you to leave your iPhone for Android. Because um, one, I, um, Apple is never going to allow FaceTime and iMessage to go to Android. They're just not. They're never going to do that. Now, there's some workarounds that you can find on the internet, 
But do you really want to have to go through all those workarounds to get those features when you could just simply just have an iPhone and have those features ready and available at hand? I mean, uh, what's the best feature on Android 11? For me, what I consider best feature on Android 11 is the uh, is the native screen recording. So you don't have to um, you don't have to really worry about downloading a third party app to do the screen recording. You do it straight from your phone, which you know I'm trying to wait till. Okay, so I can restart my device now. Pixel 4 is restarting. Um, let me go back to full screen here real quick. But I mean, there, there's there's some uh, there's some other things regarding um, Android 11 that I think is you know is is pretty nice. I mean, the things that they did with notifications, um, that's cool. I really wish that they would fix notifications as far as like if you have multiple devices, if you check a notification on this phone when you turn this phone on like two hours later, that notification should not pop up. Or if it does pop up but not really alert you. You know, like you should have a, a way to toggle whether you want past notifications to, to resurface on all devices signed into your Google account or if you want that turned off. Um, I hate the fact, like I said, when I turned on my Pixel 2 XL to update it to Android 11, it just started throwing all these uh, notifications that I've already checked. I've already checked all those notifications and I hate them basically bombarding me as I am dealing with, uh, you know, getting the phone um, basically launched up. Uh, Indian, uh, so there's Geo, Airtel, Vodafone are the big players. Okay. Uh, Flipkart is an online shopping website for, oh, okay, okay. I see. I've, I've, I've never, cause I've, I see a lot of people talk about buying the phone on Flipkart. I'm thinking like, is that like a, a carrier? Thank you for clarifying, for clarifying that for me. Um, okay. So Flipkart is where you guys can buy your phones at. So it's gonna, um, this update should be coming straight out from Google. Just give it some time. Um. Maybe like you know, twenty four hours. Um, try not to always keep hitting the you know the, the system update check. I don't know. There's there's been this weird thing where people say that when you constantly keep hitting that to have it checked, like it drops you in the list of when the the OTA is supposed to arrive to your device. I don't know. This is a weird thing. Um, a lot of people throw out a lot of different um, variables as far as like you know how these things work. But I was just saying, you know. Um, if you want to try to force it, go through uh, g.co forward slash beta and see if you can get yourself on the Android beta program and then accept the, the beta system update, which then probably would force the uh, the actual Android 11 update to go to your device since you are on, you're on beta. What is AirDrop? Okay, so like AirDrop just seamlessly transfers files from one iOS device to another seamlessly. So like, you know, if, if I had a MacBook and then this was an iPhone, just simply being, being in close proximity allows a file transfer from one device to another makes it it's it's a real nice touch it's a real nice feature i've i've played around with it it's nice um and you know what it, it works it works great you know it's i guess a lot of people like it because you don't there's not so much steps that you have to do like if you like if you wanted a file transfer from this device from android to my chromebook and you were going to utilize bluetooth and you wouldn't have to toggle on bluetooth you'd have to pair both this uh you know chromebook to this device and then you have to send a file over but the file maybe too big to send over on Bluetooth. And, you know, you have to use another option like Wi-Fi direct to, you know, use the Wi-Fi antennas to beam the file across with airdrop. It is just simple. Just being in close proximity of the device and then just transferring the file. And it, it does it that way. So same, same things, just much more easier. And, and Google's already working on its own. Um, I'll bring that up here in a little bit. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, I know my Poco F2 Pro uh, is still in uh, the beta mode, so it'll be a while for stable Android 11. Mm, uh, depends. I mean, um, Pocos, do they have their own uh, their own skin over Android? Because that, that's a determining factor. Oh, and it was love from India? Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Uh, it's awesome. And I hope you, you know, I hope in future podcasts you come back and hang out with us. You know, we have a lot of fun. Sometimes I have a couple of friends on here and we just, you know, we just talk tech and all kinds of other things. But I, I think some of the topics we talk about doesn't affect the areas in India. Like you guys are not affected by T-Mobile. Um, so, yeah, having to see the same notifications on different phones is annoying. Yeah, it is. There should be a way for them to, for you to, you as a user to toggle that off. So like, it's something that you can have if, you know, just in case like you want a pass notification. So then you go and you have that toggled on. So when you turn on another device, those notifications come back. Um, but you should be able to also turn that off too. So if you don't want to deal with old notifications, you don't have to. Uh, I figured that, James. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's exclusive to, to India. So only India has access to Flipkart. So that's where they did. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was a mobile carrier in India. So just see, like, you know, just shows you just how much I know about, you know, international telemark- uh, um, telecom companies. I was going to say telemarketing. Let's see. Um, I wish Flipkart's sold to the U.S. Unfortunately, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't. That's exclusive over there. Um, okay. So going back to Android 11 stuff. So the highlights in it, conversations, content capture, predictive tools, accessibility, device controls, and privacy and security. So those are the, the things that they focused on with Android 11 to optimize it. So you can manage your conversations uh, with Android 11. It gives you a little demo right here. Um, you guys can see what it's doing. So, yeah, the, the notification shade is just totally different. It's it's no longer just one complete uh, shade that drops down. It's actually broken up into sections. So that's actually kind of cool. Uh, let's see. There it is, bubbles. <laughs> chat while multitasking <laughs> so yeah you could be in other in other apps and you know you like how you do with um with uh facebook messenger and stuff like that so it has bubbles now uh with android 11 you can pin conversations so they always appear on the top of other apps and screens the bubbles keeps the conversations going while you stay focused on whatever you're doing simple as that it's pretty much just like what you know facebook messenger has uh capture and share content so this is what um built-in screen recording Finally, <laughs> I like how they put that there. Finally, because a lot of people were wanting that for so many years. iPhones have had that natively built in for years and Android doesn't have that. But now we finally get our own native screen recording. This is going to be great, especially for some of my friends who do a lot of um, speed testing. So instead of them having to hold another phone and record a phone doing a speed test or, um, you know, taking like screenshots or downloading a third party app to do it. They can natively do it with Android 11. You can even turn on if you want, um, you know, the audio recorded. And when you hit this toggle now, before it just used to only look like this. But when you hit this record audio, um, let me just kind of zoom in. When you hit this uh, record audio, uh, another drop down comes down and asks if you want the microphone on or just the uh, the native audio that's like, you know, from like an app that you're using. So then that way you can do gameplay from your device if you want to record gameplay videos um so that's actually really really nice touch i've been wanting this for a while because i play pokemon go and some of the best ways for me to really kind of share that in a vlog is to actually capture gameplay 
um, record gameplay. Like if I'm in a raid battle, if I'm doing, um, you know, PVP, which is a player versus player, if I'm doing a battle that way, if I'm catching a rare Pokemon, if I'm catching a shiny, if I'm playing community day, I'm able to capture, um, you know, video of gameplay along with, you know, blogging from my blogging camera and make a video and put those two together and just kind of show you guys experience. Smart replies. Also, you know, some, some things that's, you know, just gotten a little bit smarter with Android, um, you know, messages and whatnot. Uh, let's see. Let's go here. Let's see, predictive tools. So smart replies. So this, it just gets smarter. Control your phone. Uh, control your phone with your voice. I'm getting all kind of messages right now, so I apologize. Um, there's like a little video. I'm not gonna play that video. You know, because copyright. But uh, device controls. So right here, like it shows you. You can control a uh, front door lock. You control your back door lock. If you have smart locks on your house, you can control. The, the lamp, you can turn on lamps, specific lamps, lights that um, are, you know, smart lights connected to your Wi-Fi. You have the ability to turn, turn them on and off and also gauge the brightness of those things. You can control your thermostat so you can control the temperature in your house when you're away from home. Saves saves energy, right? Because if you're away from home, you really don't need the AC running really, really cold because there's nobody in the house to enjoy the air conditioned. However, you know, if you're getting off work and it's about an hour commute back to your house and, you know, it's a pretty hot day. Um, you can turn the AC temperature down to cool the house down. So by the time you get home, it's nice and frosty cold for you when you step right in through the front doors. So a lot of cool things you can do. You can do it straight from the power menu screen. It's pretty nice. Um, of course, you got media controls right here, right? Bring the entertainment with you. Switch from your headphones to your speaker without missing a beat. Tap, hear your tunes, watch video on your TV. With Android 11, you can quickly change the device that your media plays on. So it's just a lot more faster. You can switch from your device to your tablet, to your smart TV, to your Chromebook. You know, just send whatever you're going to send to where it goes. The media itself you can go from your Google home speaker to your bedroom home speaker, to your living room home speaker. It's just, you know, this makes things more more easier. Sounds a bit confusing, but when you actually play with the stuff and then you kind of get it, um, you can connect uh, Android to your car, uh, skip the cable, right? So like, you know, uh, was it? Android and you know for like Android car, you have that ability to just pair, pretty much pair with it. Have your controls. You can listen to your podcast. You can listen to YouTube music. I'm not a big fan of YouTube music, but I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit uh, later on in the episode. I'm not. I'm just not a real big fan of YouTube music. I don't know why they just didn't keep Google Play Music, but that's just me. Let's see. Who do we got in here now? Since I've been checking on that. All right, that was my last point. Baby Yoda came in. Baby Yoda, what's up? How's it going? Um, let me go through some of these comments here and catch up. We'll catch up. Catch up. Catch up. Kids are doing their thing. Yep. I can't say I'm hearing a lot of excitement about Android 11. Yeah, because it's not it's not a major, major, major update, right? Like it's not, they didn't do a UI overhaul with Android 11. They really just focused on on, on subtle things, privacy. Is one of the major things, right? You know, because that's that's something that, that people just pretty much question about them. So they, they pretty much focused on that. They focused, you know, on bringing some features that have been missing for a long time. The uh, Stable 11 have a keyboard to change with system modes like dark, light. Uh, my beta still won't change correctly. It should correct that. Um, if it doesn't, and you have a you have a backup of like all your you know your your stuff, I would say do like a full wipe on your phone. Uh, sometimes that happens, especially like right now I'm expecting for a lot of people to start posting the chat forums about the disappointments or like some of the things that went wrong, because it usually happens when you go from beta version of, 
of um you know like android os to its full-fledged version and then that just tends to happen um riverdale's android 11 is probably the update that changed that that's changed the os more than 10 or 9. i mean as far as subtle features as far as as privacy as far as as you know making it you know um what's the word i'm looking for um you know you can you can get more you can be more productive with it productivity you can be more productive with it you can get more things done you can control more things within your home if you have smart technology in your house uh let's see the level screen has recording i don't use it hang on one second let me go ahead and check what this uh who's at my door hold on Okay, um, that was actually FedEx, and it's a uh, it's an envelope for for the misses when she gets home from work. So let's see. Um, Kathy's in here. Hiya, how's it going? Uh, I just posted a comment on your previous live. Uh, you don't like it, huh? Um, may, I may not may not like it, may like it, but you know what? I mean, I I respect people's uh, opinions and point of views, right? So. I mean, coffee. You know me. If it's something that 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 I that I say that you may disagree with, um, yeah. You know, you know me. I don't, I don't trash people, and I don't like be like you're not my friend anymore just because you don't agree with uh, what I'm saying. If you're talking about like like what happened to my sister, um, I'm gonna update everybody on that last one because I know um, I um, just went live. That wasn't a planned one. I went live. Um, some a situation happened uh, with my sister and her group of sign waivers again, and it got, it's actually a lot more worse. And I'll tell you about some illegal things that the officers did. So we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Our MT Mobile is now offering the Moto Razor. I thought it was exclusive for Verizon. Wow, I didn't even hear about that. Just the original 4G one was exclusive to Verizon, apparently. Ah. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Uh, I hear that Android 11 are um, isn't Pixel exclusive today either. Oppo and OnePlus got them too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're gonna get them. The ones that the ones that pretty much have like near stock Android or are running stock Android with just a few minor tweaks are in, are gonna end up getting it. The ones like Samsung because Samsung has one UI, so there are variables when it comes to bonding their UI with stock Android. Um, oh, the missus is in here. She's right down here. Hi. Uh, when you get home, you got something from FedEx. 
<laughs> just wanted to show you that. So uh, yeah, yeah, we got more. We got more to talk about. Um, just waiting for these devices to update to Android 11. And uh, really, there's not much. Of course, for me, there's not going to be much of a change because I've been using beta for a while now. So, um, but I'll show you guys some of the things in there. At least for the stock Android side. Now with like Samsung, they've got they, they've got to they've got to bond um, their One UI skin on top of Android. So there's variables that they got to change within it. That's why Android is open source, right? So they have stock Android, which is what the Pixels and you know like OnePlus kind of uses. OnePlus adds a little bit to it from their end with Oxygen OS, but nothing nothing that derives directly away from stock Android, as like One UI does. Um, so there's going to be more variables for like LG and Samsung to have to do to update their devices. But the, the Galaxy S20, the Galaxy S20 Ultra, the Note 20 Ultra, um, the Note 20, the uh, S10, the S10e, the S10 Plus or whatever, those will be getting more than likely will be getting Android 11. They're, they've been told by Samsung that they're going to update for the next three years. So this is the first test to see if Samsung is going to keep its word. Usually they don't. Um, Usually Samsung likes to just update their newer devices, obviously, because then it has people jump to the next version, uh, which people are starting to get pretty smart about. And I'm going to go ahead and silence this notification uh, because it's just going off left and right. So, yeah. So anyways, um, let's see what we got here. The missus herself. Big John Tech Review. What's going on, man? (laughs) <laughs> you're keeping it 100 yeah uh just talking about uh, android 11 uh the official update for android 11 and updating all my pixels to it <laughs> right now um most of them well the pixel 4 is done so we got that one uh i never like stock android i always customize my ui with a uh, nova launcher oh uh, yeah i mean you know people have different preferences that's why i like android you can do as you see fit with your android device and make it to where it's like your own and then um i can do with mine me i don't have a problem with stock android stock android has gotten has has gone has, has came along from what it used to be you guys remember where like the bottom of it used to just have like call the middle had was basically to launch the app drawer and then the right toggle was like messages or something like that or not messages it used to be something else but anyways it was on uh, android froyo <laughs> remember the days of android froyo yeah, um, Android's gotten a lot better. Did they update uh, the Android uh, accessibility suite? Uh, we'll see. I believe that Samsung Android update promises. Oh, you'll believe the Samsung Android update promises when you see them. Yeah, that's what a lot of people feel with Samsung. Let's see. Hey, AQ, if you're a beta app tester, do you get paid for that on Android? No. No, you don't get paid to beta test uh, and to beta test Android software. What you get is early access to it. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't get we don't get uh we're not paid for that. And it's the same it's the same thing with iOS. Like those that run iOS beta, they don't get paid to to beta test iOS software. So. Um, all my iPhones that have iOS um, 14 beta. Yeah. I don't care about UIs anymore. I just want small phones. <laughs> gotcha. 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 Um, 
Okay, so what else is there with uh, Android 11? There's a lot of information. If you guys want to read it, you know, on your spare time, you guys can go to, you guys know where to go, android.com forward slash 11. We'll bring you to the uh, Android beta. So let's look here. Let me drop these down. Uh, accessibility, voice access, intuitive labels on apps, help you control and navigate your phone all by speaking out loud. Even use voice access offline for more uh, for more support whenever you need it. Uh, Talkback Braille keyboard. So type Braille using just your Android device. No additional hardware needed. Uh, Lookout. Lookout now has two new modes. Scan document and food label help people with low vision or blindness get things done faster and more e- more easily. Opening Lookout also turns on your flashlight, helping users read in low light. And Lookout is now available on all 2 gig plus devices um, running Android 6.0 and later. So that's uh, some things here. Camera. So these are some of the things that you, you get with uh, some of the new updates with, with uh, the camera mode. So mute during uh, cam- camera capture, 3P performance optimization. So your camera works even better on photo sharing platforms such as such as Snapchat. Uh, bokeh modes. Developers can now request a bokeh picture via Android camera to APIs. So this is, I guess, for, for app developers. Uh, let's see, digital well-being. We got bedtime mode, clock. So yeah, lots of info that you can pretty much do. Um, just go to uh, Android 11. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, then I ain't going to test LOL. <laughs> Still have not received Android 11 on my Pixel 4. What could be the problem? Uh, interesting. I mean, it's it's just going out now. So were you on uh, were you on beta before? Are you on beta right now, or were you just still on Android ten? I just got my first uh, iPhone two months ago, and a week later, I got to be able to put uh, iOS fourteen beta on it, and I do like that layout. Yeah, they finally got widgets. You can't put the widgets anywhere you want per se. I mean. You can make it go to the top of the screen, to the left or the right. Um, you just have to have like apps underneath it. So like if you just add a widget to the screen, it's automatically going to put it at the bottom beneath all the app icons, and you have to rearrange it around that way. But it is nice, though, to actually have it now. And, and there will be more apps that's going to support um, widgets for iOS and that factor. So that's going to be nice. Hmm, 11. <laughs> uh, hopefully my Galaxy S8 Plus... Uh, gets uh, android 10 um i mean unless you go custom rom i don't think it's going to get it samsung for those ones is just not going to support uh anima anima nerd why are we pronouncing i'm sorry if i massacred your name but welcome for coming in uh joshua henson thanks for coming in Let's see. I'm not able to update to Android 11, and this is my first time where I actually want to update. What device do you have, Riverdale? You're on Android 10, so it's it go. It's gonna come out in waves. So just sit tight. Um, you're you are going to get it. It's not like they're gonna forget about you. So they send it out in waves. Um, I know right now a lot of my devices that have um Android uh beta Android 11 beta three got the update. Uh, my Pixel 2 was running Android 10, and it got the update when I did a system update check. So, um, yeah, just check throughout the day. But I know that they release it in waves. They don't just, like, send it all out all at once to every, you know, um, 
every Pixel device, every OnePlus device, they don't send it all out at one shot. You know, it's going to go in waves. So just you'll you'll get yours. You will get yours. Let me see. Uh, okay, we got Tito. Can you compare the size of the iPhone Seven and the Pixel Four A? I don't have the Pixel Four A with me. Um, I have the iPhone Seven with me, but I'll tell you much right now. Um, it's about the same size as the Pixel Two as far as height. Just a little bit shorter. The iPhone 7 is just a little bit shorter. Actually, let me let me go grab my iPhone 7. I'll be right back. Just give me one sec. Okay, so my Pixel, uh, well, not mine. It's my wife's uh, Pixel 4a. It's about the same size as the Pixel 2. And I'll take the M&M case off my uh, iPhone 7. And uh, side by side. So, yeah, the iPhone 7 is a bit smaller. So the 4a is taller than, I guess you would say, the iPhone 7. Now i got to put this back on the charger. Oh, boy. About 71%. I can now resume the update on the Pixel 2. All right, so I'm going to put the iPhone 7 back in the case. Put that here. Stay. All right, uh, let's see, Big John, what's going on? I'm using my iPhone SE 2020 version. I also have the Android device, Samsung Galaxy A01. Cool. The I am an RN. Under 10 was on uh, 11 beta a month ago. Yeah, it's still going to come in waves, man. There's like, I mean, you could try going to, to beta. Like I was telling um, that one gentleman from India that um, you can try going into Android 11 beta and then see if that forces and triggers um, the, the, the the full update. But like from Android 11 beta, it was only like a 9.47 megabyte file. So you can try going to Android uh, beta just to have 11 on there and then see if that like forces the the final patch just to uh, like make it official Android 11. Not that I care. I think updates are overrated generally. Um, actually, you know what, caffeine, here's the thing. So software updates, um, a lot of people like, like to point the significance and the importance of, um, you know, getting to the next version of Android, which is, you know, totally fine. Problem is, is that, um, you know, with, with the network build out with 5g and all that stuff, um, you're going to find yourself updating to a new, a new hardware anyways. Um, so just actually how important is software update anyways to that? I mean, when you're going to a newer device, that's going to have the later version, the latest version of the operating system from that, uh, set area. So like Android, will have the latest version of Android, iOS, I'll have the latest version of iOS, um, just to be up to date. Now, on, that, that's, I guess you could say that's more on the Android side because, you know, Android's so fragmented. There's so many different OEMs. So, um, uh, you're just going to have to try and keep up. So, yeah. Uh, rule number one, never leave alive. <laughs> or would it be like, never say that you'll be right back because you won't? I got to watch that movie scream again to see the, the, you know, the rules of a scary movie. Um, is there a visible difference? No, there's not a visible. If you're talking about like the visual of the UI, there's not really much. I mean... 
The only thing that's actually like uh, as far as uh, visibility, we'll go to style, is that you do get um, like if you were to customize uh, the UI on the on a stock eleven. Let's see, you they just got more design patterns for the icon. So like, you can go to this shape, which is kind of like a weird oval, like a weird egg. Um, you can go to this shape, which is like a slight rectangular, like a puzzle piece kind of. It's got like two indentations on each side. There's this one, just like a stop sign. And then you have the basic, like, you know, um, kind of like teardrop shape one, um, rounded corner squares, and then actual squares. So you just get like three new icon shapes. That also, so I'll leave it on that, and then uh, I'll apply it. And, um, yeah, even the notification shade shows those shapes now. So, I mean, that's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, chilling with Byron. Yo, bro, what's going on? How, how's it going with you? Uh, some weird weirdness. Someone, uh, um, form Voltron. Uh, hey, I got to use it, Sneed, if you're still in here. Hashtag form Voltron. I don't know what that is, but um, yeah, get it out of here. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, by the way, babe, um, if you got 100% battery in your Pixel 4a, go ahead and do a system update. See if you got the update to Android 11 full version. It's, it's good on battery life. I'll tell you that much right now. It has done wonders for my Pixel 4 on Android 11. With battery, I've shared uh, screenshots of my battery on Twitter. So if you follow me on Twitter, you guys will see my um my battery stats. I've gotten um it, it's weird, uh, but I would like to say I took it off from like eight. It was about uh, about nine or ten, so a little bit over twelve hours. About maybe like you know fourteen hours, um from a hundred percent down to about you know twenty twenty two percent. And uh, about five, five hour, five and a half hours of screen on time. So on 14 hours, roughly about five, five and a half hours of screen on time. That's actually not bad compared to what, you know, I was getting a little bit before and what people have reported. Uh, speaking of scary movies, it's going to be Halloween soon. Yeah, but we're not celebrating Halloween here in the U.S. And unfortunately, I'm pissed off about that. But I understand why. So in my house... My wife and I decided that we're going to have a Halloween party in the house. The kids are going to get dressed up. They're going to walk around every now and then in the house and trick or treat for me. You know, they're the older brother, their mom, and get candy from us put into their, you know, their their Halloween bags or Halloween um, pumpkin buckets. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna play. We're actually gonna bring out um, the Google Home smart speaker and we're gonna listen to um, some scary story podcasts. My favorite channel on um, Google Podcasts is um, scary scary stories tell in the dark, um, narrated by Otis Jiry. Really, really good. I, I I like I like the stories on there. Um, one day me, me and my wife were just listening to it. We just like laying down on the bed, just listening to the story, and like it it, it had some pretty good scary stories. So that's that's awesome. Uh, I don't know what's up with you, but someone get that person out of here. Um, Locker thirty two or Locker thirty two, whatever. That's just like odd. Um, let's see. Not crazy about those icons. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but you know what? Well, cool thing about Android is that you can always throw a launcher on top of it, and then you can always like download icon packs from the Android, the, the Play Store. 
Uh, it's going good for me so far. That's great. Great to hear. Uh, those icons look ugly. <laughs> so get a launcher and download an icon pack. It's like, what do you want? Like, to be seriously with it, right? Like, I showed, like, it has, like, different icons. And I know, like, Google is, like, not really focused on making um, super customizable like you can with, with the with the third-party launcher and everything like that, right? But they gave just a little bit because that's the reason why people were rooting Android and a lot of people were messing up their Android devices because they weren't listening when people like myself or Max Lee or others who know about installing custom ROMs were saying, always do a backup in case something goes wrong. You can flash a backup back on. But hey, no one wanted to listen. But anyways, so they, they gave a little bit of customizations. They may not be the best customizations. Like Riverdale says, they may look ugly to you, but they're going to look cool to somebody else, right? Um, you know, like myself and my opinions does not govern android so what i like of android you guys may not like and they're not just going to listen to me and do everything for me where you guys are going to be like oh my gosh that's so ugly you know so i mean it is what it is but you but android you always got the ability to customize it throw a launcher on there get a get get an icon pack fully customize it the way you want to heck if you want to go to next level stuff root your phone root your phone do it the right way make a backup of your of your you know all your data and system settings and everything like that and um yeah begin tinkering with your phone and you know see what you come up with are android software updates handled by the phone manufacturer or by google so pixel devices are actually handled by google um when it comes to like samsung it's 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 handled by it's handled by samsung i believe um because they're the ones that have to actually you know take the uh the source code files from google which is basically stock Android, and then build on top of that with one UI. And then they put it out. Now, when it's branded, carrier branded, then it's up to the carrier when that when that comes out. I mean, there could be a software update from the manufacturer, but then also the carrier has to pretty much like approve that out. So that is the downside to it. Um, so there will be uh, no, none of those street stuff. No trick-or-treating. No, nope, can't go out in public and trick-or-treat. I have a launcher with an icon pack, so I'm good. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah. No, no, I know what you mean, Art Dog. I'm just saying, like, for those people that don't know, you can do that. Because there's people that don't know you can download a, a launcher. People haven't done that in years. Launchers were very popular back in, like, you know, between uh, 2010 and 2015, right? As of 2016, launchers started to kind of fade away. So only the real, like, you know, tinkerers and stuff like that that get real creative with Android still know about launchers, icon packs, and things like that. Uh, but a lot of other people just don't know about it. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. Um, I like that there's a choice now besides the, the circle icon. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, even right now in current in current Android, uh, Android 10, well, not current Android, because right now current Android is Android 11, but the previous Android was Android 10, and you had um, the ability to choose circle, square, or um, square around the corners, or like, you know, tier, um, like teardrop circle. You had those options. I have a Pixel 4. Should I upgrade to the Pixel 5 with the 765G when launched? Ooh, that's a tough one. And, okay, it's a great question, by the way. Um, so here's where it really lies, okay? Um, I'll ask you just one question. What are you looking for in an upgrade from your device? What, what are the main important things you look for in a device to upgrade to? Because I'll say this to, to those out there. Like, you can upgrade to the Pixel 5 from the Pixel 4 if you want to. Um, yes, it's going to have access to 5G. However, um, the Verizon model will be the only one that has access to 
5G millimeter wave. That's just because it's with Verizon. Verizon has millimeter wave 5G. Um, the other variants, like the Google 5 version, the unlocked version, those will not those will will not have access to millimeter wave. Um, so the modem uh, is the uh, X52 modem, right? Everyone's gunning for the X60 modem uh, when it comes to connecting with 5G. So really, the Pixel 5 is kind of taking a step back from what a lot of people would consider to be a premium built device. Okay, it's really it's really going. The footprint of the Pixel Five is the Pixel Four A, and I mean just about every aspect of it, body and everything. Now, of course, the Pixel Five will have NFC, which the Pixel Four A won't have. Um, and of course, you know, bigger battery, four thousand milliamp hour battery. The bigger battery it needs a bigger battery if it's going to be pushing, you know, the seven sixty five G with the X fifty two modem. It's going to need to. So then that way, connect to the five G network. It's going to consume a lot of that power. Um, I'm not entirely sure if they're still going with the 90 hertz refresh rate. I believe they said they are. I really could care less about the refresh rate on the screen. It doesn't do anything really other than, you know, it's just a smoother scroll and gaming too. If you're heavy on gaming, then that would be an important reason. But um, to be quite honest for me, if I didn't like reviewing Pixel devices for people, honestly, I would wait for the Pixel 6. That's just me because the Pixel 6 will actually run google's own own actual proprietary processing chip so they're no longer going to go with um qualcomm and the snapdragons and by by rightful so because i mean qualcomm is just charging a hell of a lot of money for these processing chips which screws the consumers which is us in the end we're paying more for for smartphones just because they're charging oems more for the chips that they're that they're getting from them let's see that's why i love it you can always make it my way yeah yeah, I have a Samsung device that's unlocked. Sweet. Which one is it? Uh, is the carrier still in the mix if the phone is unlocked? No, the carrier is not in the mix if the phone is unlocked. So if you buy a Pixel from Google unlocked, then the, the, the comes out that way. Of course, it comes through the carrier's, um, you know, it's it's a s- mobile data waves, obviously. Um, but you can update on Wi-Fi too. And sometimes that happens. I'll tell people right now, like if you're away from home, you're not connected to a good Wi-Fi source and you're running off your, your carrier data. For This has happened to me twice. A software update won't show that it's available for some stupid reason. But then as soon as I, as soon as I click to Wi-Fi, connected to home Wi-Fi, like boom, notification pops up that, you know, um, software update available. So I don't know. Maybe try connecting to like a stronger um, internet source just to double check. I never changed the launcher on any of my phones. To be honest, I like the one UI looks. Yeah, people have their preferences. You, you know, that's 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 the whole slogan of Android, right? Be together, not the same. Let's see. Unpixels? Question marks? I didn't know. Hang on, go back. Okay. Uh, work is way too slow again. Woo. I mean, it's going to be like that because of all the crap that's that's happened, right? Um, so not getting much business. I don't know how that's going to affect things, though. We'll talk about when you get home from work. <laughs> Joshua, I'm finding it out now. Let's see. Baby Yoda. Hi, Kathy. <laughs> Let's see. I like the I like the full screen design and bigger battery. Uh just sick of the forehead of the, the Pixel 4 and the low battery. Um 
What about even back? That's the reason I was considering the Pixel 5. Okay, so then, um, you know what? Yeah. I mean, if you're okay, if you're not needing to have like something that 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 looks premium, because that's what a lot of people tend to do. They're like, oh, you know, I, I already know how it's going to go when the Pixel 5 comes out. People are going to trash it because it's made of plastic. People are going to trash it because it doesn't look like an iPhone 12. People are going to trash it because it doesn't you know, feel like a Samsung device. And I'm like, you know, those things aren't important. It's how well the phone's going to function. It's going to be well optimized for Android. That's for sure. It'll be well optimized for Android. Um, obviously it's going to have 5g connectivity. Yes. It's using a Snapdragon uh, 765 G. I would have hoped that they went with the Snapdragon 768 G and had that, uh, over the air update, um, for the GPU available because the, the 768 G now has that. So the, the GPU will be updated. Well, let me explain the drivers for the GPU will be updated OTA now with future Qualcomm chips. So, um, yeah, I wish the, you know they went with that, but they didn't. But, I mean, you know what? 765G, it, it seems to be performing well in some devices. The LG Velvet has it. I think, what, the OnePlus Nord has it. Um, there are a lot of devices that's running the 700 series uh, when it comes to, like, I guess you could say, like, a higher mid-range. And I think that's what the Pixel 5 encompasses. It's a higher mid-range. So it's not a flagship by any standards. And Google doesn't need to, to go that route right now. They don't need to be trying to contend against iPhone and, and Samsung Galaxy S series. They need to solidify themselves as a player in the game. So they got to figure out their own identity and do something different away from the crowd. The Pixel 5 is pretty much that. So then, yeah, I always say, yeah, go, go with the Pixel 5 because you're going to get a much better um, battery life with it. 4,000 mAh battery is a hell of a lot better than 2,800 with a device like the Pixel 4, which is very battery consuming because you got the 90 hertz refresh rate. You got the motion sense if you have it activated and on. Then you also have the facial recognition, which does use battery. So, yeah. Um, also, with the Pixel 5, if you've seen the Pixel 4a, the Pixel 4a's got what? I think the last time, I could be wrong, 93% screen-to-body ratio. So then the, the Pixel 5 is going to have a much more screen-to-body ratio. So that's going to have way less bezels than the Pixel 4a. And if you look at a Pixel 4a, that thing barely has any bezels on it. Like, I don't even see it. It really doesn't. I mean, the, the only thing you really see on a Pixel 4a is that punch hole selfie camera on the front. That's it. I don't actually see bezels. Like like my Pixel 2. You see my Pixel 2? That's bezels. It has nothing like that. <laughs> so um yeah, we'll just we'll just see what happens. So uh oh, okay. Where where was I at? Okay, yeah, we were here. Uh catching up with these. Uh my heart melts to stock Android. <laughs> oh man, it's the geek in all of us, right? It's the geekiness in all of us that just comes out. I was looking at old LG phones uh, la videos last night. The UI was ugly years back, so I always changed my launcher. Now I love how LG UI looks, so I stay with it. Yeah, you know it's it's come a long way. Um, you know, I would say I would say the same thing for Samsung, right? Do you guys remember TouchWiz? Like how bad they shoot? I'll bring it up for you guys to remember. I'm gonna bring back nightmares. Uh, let's see, Samsung. I'm trying to type one handed right now, so I suck. TouchWiz. Always laughed at it because it's like cheese whiz. All right. Uh, let's bust out some images here. Let's bust out some images from back in the day. All right. <laughs> Let me remove the comments. I want full screen on this one. Bring you guys back to the days. The days of bogged down phones and lagginess. We got touch whiz. Touch whiz. <laughs> touch whiz. <laughs> We got TouchWiz in the house. Look at that. TouchWiz. It was so bonky. It was 
Oh my gosh, Touch Wiz was a headache, a headache and a half. I mean it. When Chris, when Chris Perillo talks about jank, this was full of it. <laughs> Kids, they just running all over the place. And then my neighbors, the Brontosaurus family upstairs, walking downstairs, have to stomp their feet. The boom, boom, boom. I don't know if you guys heard that, but yeah, ah, touch with touch with all over again. <laughs> Someone's going to get nightmares. Someone's definitely going to get nightmares from that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Red rum. Yeah. Vomit. <laughs> I remember some of those. I remember them too very well. Cause I was pulling my head out. Like I had the, um, if my wife is in here, she'll probably she'll probably comment in a response to what I'm just about to say. When I had the Samsung Galaxy S2 Epic 4G Touch, I could not stick to a specific ROM. But if if there was particular ROMs that I always flashed them to, like I was probably flashing you know custom ROMs onto the 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 Galaxy S2, maybe like three a day. But the ones I always mostly used were all AOSP ROMs. They were all based on stock Android. I strayed away from TouchWiz. There was only one TouchWiz custom ROM that I enjoyed on the Galaxy S2, and that was a ported over version of the Galaxy S2's ROM on AT&T, which had the side um, TouchWiz um, bar. It had that. So, um, yeah, I um, that was the only TouchWiz ROM I liked on my Galaxy S2. Everything else was based on AO AOKP. It was based on Pac-Man ROM. It was based on, um, what was it, Cyanogen? Hang on one second. I do apologize about that. Kids are getting a little out of hand, so I pretty much had to calm them down. But anyways, yeah. So it was always like AOSP ROM that I use a lot of on um on my Galaxy S2. So we'll see if she responds to that because she hated it. Every time we were going to go to the store, I'd tell like, hold on one second. My phone is finishing flashing. And she'll be like, why do you got to keep flashing your phone? You're going to flash that thing to death. And then I started reading online that there was such thing as like flash burn where like you pretty much fry your phone from flashing custom ROMs over and over again. And that really just scared me. But then I was flashing custom ROMs on the HTC uh, Evo 3D. So, like, I mean, a, a lot of my old videos from, like, way back, if you go through my entire channel, go all the way to, like, the earliest videos or just switch the way that the videos are shown to you and go with um, the oldest. And you guys will see, like, a lot of custom ROM videos I did. Uh, I would find custom ROMs on XDA developers on um, SDX for Samsung. And I would flash them onto my phone and then... I would like make videos showing you what the custom ROM looks like, what customizable features it had. Those were fun days. Those are absolutely fun days. You felt like tossing those devices across the road. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, because you know, you know, how bad TouchWiz was. Touch TouchWiz was very heavy. It was a very heavy UI for what Android was back in the day. Now, if they had if they had TouchWiz for Android now. I'm sure it would run more efficient, but back then, no. Uh, were you able to get your Pixel 4a on the new Boost Mobile Expanded Network? Um, no, because first of all, the Pixel 4a is my wife's phone. It's not my phone, and uh, I don't use Boost Mobile anymore. But I'm going to say this. 
it is compatible with Boost Mobile's network. If it's compatible with T-Mobile's network, it's compatible with Boost Mobile because Boost Mobile is sitting on T-Mobile. So you're able to activate it on there. All you really need to do is go to a Boost Mobile store and get an, and get the TN expanded SIM card. If you already have a TN expanded SIM card, you can't just take it from one device to another device. Okay? So you would still need to go get another TN SIM card from Boost Mobile, put it in the Pixel 4a, and then go through the um, the SIM swap, which you know you can do it online or you could do it by phone, and that will get it activated. How's the reception? The reception depends on the network itself. You can use this, and um, I'll show you guys this right now. So this is what um, Sneed had me pull up the other day, right? Let me screen share this. Yes. Little buddy's got to use the restroom. Okay. So let me screen share this. And I'm going to show you guys this. This is, really, this is really how you can just find out how things are in your area as far as network. Okay. So you have this called root metrics, right? You can go to root score reports. So I'm going to put in, um, let's, let's, let's put in where I used to live. Honolulu, Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii and see how it is out there. Okay. So wait for it to load. And it's going to load up metrics. So as you can see, overall performance, Verizon pretty much is like at at, at first place, 99.1. But AT&T is not far behind at 98.1. T-Mobile sits at 95.8 and Sprint at 94. You switch over to the next thing. You check network reliability and you'll see. So they're not too far from each other. Verizon sitting at 99.9, so almost a 400%. AT&T at 99.1. Sprint at 97.9. So this is where it actually switches. Sprint back, you know, kind of over, you know, tops over T-Mobile. Network accessibility. You see it switches back over. T-Mobile sitting at 88.2. So now you can see the gaps between the carriers. 93.9 for Verizon, 91.7 for AT&T, 88.2 for T-Mobile, and 86.3 for Sprint. You can go with network speeds to see where they rank the network speeds. Again, Sprint, dead last, 80.8, way far behind from T-Mobile at 94.7, 97.7 for AT&T and 99 for Verizon. This, rootmetrics.com, you can really kind of just see uh, where a company is sitting at in your area because it, this could be totally different. Like, um, let's see, let me, um, let me switch out and go to uh, Phoenix, Arizona, okay? And this is why I tell people, like, it depends in your area how the carriers are in your area. Because Verizon's good in Honolulu, Hawaii, doesn't mean it's good in Phoenix. As you see here, AT&T sits as number one. Verizon sits in second place. And there is kind of a difference on them, but Sprint is way down, 88.6. That's overall performance. If you go to network speeds, 94%. Well, 94 scored for AT&T, 92.7 for Verizon. So you guys will see there is a noticeable difference between them. This is where I would say people should go and check to see just about, you know, what, what they're going to get in, in certain areas, especially when you're going to move. Plug in the name of the city and you'll find out the overall what it's going to look like. I mean, those are just some of the things that, you know, kind of helps out. You can also use Cell Mapper. That'll actually help out too as well. Um what do you uh, what do you think would be the expected price of the iPhone 12 Pro? I hope it won't cost as much as my Ducati. <laughs> the, what I think the iPhone 12 Pro is going to be at is 
they're going to hit that $1,000 mark. They are. I mean, because um, there's various different models, too, that's coming, right? Like, you have the iPhone 12, right? Um, you have, uh, I guess, the iPhone 12 uh, Pro, the 12 Pro Max, if they're going to call it that. But those will be the LTE models. Then you would have the the 12 Pro 5G, the 12 Pro Max 5G. So you also have to think of those two. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely reaching like close to a thousand over a thousand bucks, right? I mean, Samsung knocked it out the park last month. They they hit the glass ceiling far beyond anything. One thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents for the Galaxy Z Fold two. Okay. And if you want the Tom Brown edition, that's actually $3,000 for it. So $2,999 for the Tom Brown edition of the Galaxy Z Fold 2 that comes with the watch, that comes with the Galaxy Buds Live. Three grand. That's quite a bit. That's quite a bit of money. So um, let's see. All right. Um, so anyways... Before I close this out, it's a pretty short podcast today. But before I close this out, I'm just gonna kind of we're gonna kind of go up to speed on what happened yesterday. I know Kathy talked about it uh, or said that you know that a comment was left, and I'm not I'm not gonna like the comment, and I'm gonna go read it afterwards. I'm not gonna read it out loud right now. I'll read it afterwards. But you know, yesterday, I mean, I decided to go live, and it's you know, and I shared uh, my sister's live stream. I shared what happened. I shared you know what went down yesterday for her. But what um, what literally people didn't know, and what I didn't know at the time until um, you know I actually um, spoke with my sister. Uh, she did more live streams. Apparently, the two guys that were arrested, um, they they were they're gonna beat their case. I'm gonna say it right now. They're gonna beat their case because the, first of all. The uh, officer that um, was there, they scoped them out for 20 minutes. So there were various different groups that were doing sign waving and stuff like that. This uh, police officer, I'm not going to say his name, uh, but he's like the head of the, um, you know, the COBID task force on that side of the island. They're there to enforce, uh, you know, the, the, the governor's mandates. And um, yeah, they were sitting in that area for 20 minutes. They were scoping out that they were still scoping out the group that my sister was with. Um, they did not give citations to any other group that was out there. They actually got a person that was with uh, this other group that was sign waving for Trump. Um, they came to speak because they actually contacted the news yesterday. They they got the news reporter out there to give their story to the news reporter who's going to run the story. And they got a person from the from one of the groups that was out there sign waving that was from a, um, a group of people that was sign waving for Trump. And uh, they asked them, did they get any citations from the from the police officer who gave citations and arrested people from the group that my sister was with? And they said, no, none of them got citations. So it's like, OK, you did not break up that group and say that, you know, they were violating the governor's mandate. But you targeted my sister's group because they're talking about what they're combating. The two people that were arrested were arrested illegally. And what I mean by that is, is that they weren't mandated. They were not given them random rights at all. So already that's going to get tossed out. One, they could not say what specific charge they got. There were two men who were arrested. Um, they kept changing what they were being charged for. 
And then they were giving each one had to had to pay a you know a bond of two thousand six hundred dollars to get out of jail. They were in there probably for about a good half an hour. They got booked in, you know, fingerprinted, report typed up, all that stuff. They didn't they didn't even really spend time in a holding cell because by the time that they were halfway through booking them in, the bond had been paid. So now they had to process them back out at the same time. And I know how police officers get; they hate that. They hate when someone makes makes bail right away because then they need another officer to start doing the paperwork of, you know, release. Kind of sucks, right? But, I mean, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, you know, I just want to say, you know, like, uh, like, like I know my sister, them, or whatever. You know, people are going to have statements to say what, what they say about it. Uh, oh, coffee. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, yeah, I mean, to get arrested processing Trump is a, is a badge of honor. Um, to you, everyone's got different political views, right? You know what I mean? So we're, we're not here to start a, a political pissing contest. You know, we're just, you know, I'm just saying that that day out there and like the, the people that got arrested, they were not arrested for, for, um, you know, holding Trump signs. My sister, them are, are, are doing sign waving to, uh, spread awareness for South, for, um, for child trafficking in, in Hawaii. Um, and you know, they're trying to combat that. So, and they're always being picked on by this, this police officer. They know his name. Um, <laughs> the cop is a jerk, but anyways, yeah, you know, so that cop's going to be, actually that cop is going to be in trouble because, uh, the, one of the people that was arrested when they came out, they spoke to everybody and they said that, um, some of the officers who were at the, uh, Kapolei police station, um, had said that they didn't understand why he arrested people. And and mind you, his name is on is not on the arrest reports. So he had other officers do the arrest. So he he was caught on video because they got all this stuff on video and they're giving it to the news to run with it. So when that particular officer who runs that task force showed up, the first thing he said when he jumped out the car on video captured was who's ready to get arrested. You know, so automatically he already had it in his mind that he was going to stir the bee's nest and arrest somebody. Um, one guy was pretty vocal talking about, you know, first, first amendment rights. What's up, Siova? I'll talk about first amendment rights, you know, you know, freedom to press, freedom to, you know, freedom of speech, freedom to assemble, um, and was reciting the first amendment. So that officer had another officer arrest him. And I told him, arrest that guy. And other people who were, who were talking, who were shouting, who were like, Hey, you know, like, that's wrong. Why are you doing this? Uh, he threatened to tase them. So one of the guys that was in the group, um, you know, talked to the officer. They went back and forth, you know, arguing over First Amendment rights and all this other stuff. So then he decided that he was going to arrest him. But he didn't exactly arrest him. He called for another officer to come forward and, and do the arrest. And so the guy went peacefully and willingly. You know, he didn't struggle, fight, resist or whatever, whatnot. But they were never read their Miranda rights. Big fuck up for those police. They were never read their rights, for one. Um, and then, uh, so the guy who's getting arrested, his wife was trying to figure out, you know, what state, what police station is he going to? So she knows where to go to post his bond, get him out. And the officer turned on her and threatened to have CPS come take her kids and said that she was endangering her kids because she had her kids inside of her truck. The kids were sitting inside of the truck. I don't know, probably playing games on a smartphone or something. And she was standing outside of her truck and he decided to say that she was uh, putting her kids in danger. So he was going to call CPS and have her children taken away. So, you know, I mean, yes, 
People have speculations of things like you guys shouldn't be out because of the virus and this and that and the third. Where you know they were out, they were wearing their masks, they were practicing physical distancing, they were doing all that stuff. But mind you, there were other groups of people that were sign waving out there, and none of them got citations. As a matter of fact, the officer lied because they asked him like, "What about the other people sign waving?" And he said they all got their citations. That was that was also caught on film, and um, none of them got citations. So they're literally targeting this group that is trying to stop child trafficking in the state of Hawaii and um, trying to bring awareness to it. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's sad that that happened, but those types of things happen. But I just wanted to catch people up to speed from that last live stream that I did where I shared my sister's live stream of the after results and just say that the two gentlemen, they made bell a company that, you know, a plumbing company um, who is, uh, hang on one sec. Hey. Hello. That was a missus. <laughs> wow. Um, but anyways, yeah. So let me see. With you being a phone enthusiast, uh, what are some of the best long-term use Android phones in your experience and opinion? Phones that will easily last three years or more with Android. Kind of hard to go on that right now because we're just, we're in the dawn of 5G. So there's still phones being made that's like LTE only. And then we're seeing a lot more phones that are 5G capable coming out. Um, so, you know, if I was to say what, what I figured would be like long lasting would be, in my opinion, pixel pixel is going to be long lasting. So let's go with like the, let's go with the most recent one, pixel five. So pixel five, pixel four, a five G, right. It's going to have 5g capability, obviously not millimeter wave, unless you get the pixel five, that's the Verizon variant. But, you know, I mean, You'll get three years. So three years of actual software software update and, um, of course, security patches. So like my Pixel 2s just are now updated to Android 11. But this is the last the last major OS update that the Pixel 2 and 2XL is going to get. So they stop on Android 11, just like the, um, the original Pixel stopped on Android 10. Actually, the original Pixel should not have gotten Android 10, but they decided to give it to it anyways. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say Pixel. Um, outside of Google's own phones, then I'm going to say OnePlus. Let me see. You have a meeting. They just told you about it at your job. So you're going to find out if they're going to actually shut down and put everyone on a work furlough. If so that sucks. Samsung told me that have not received the Android 11 updates as soon as they get them. I don't know why they wouldn't receive the Android 11 updates. The freaking source code files is with Android and it's open source. You don't have to like unlock it or apply for it. It's there for you to grab. Stupid Samsung. <laughs> they always have excuses. Then all their other devices are next. So. 
Yeah, so their flagships are always going to be first. Their other devices, though, flagships, if they do honor their promise of three years of software update, it's only for flagships. If you're expecting it on mid-rangers from Samsung, don't expect it. To them, there's no reason to update a Galaxy A20 when they can just build the next version of the Galaxy A20 that has Android 11. Um, yeah. So anyways, just to close out my, thing, my little thing with my sister and them, they're doing fine. They're doing great. Um, they have a civil rights lawyer who's also helping them out right now. They're going to the news. They have all their evidence. They have all the stuff on videos. Police can't hide from it. And I'm not saying, you know, like I support the police. I'm not, I'm not about defunding the police. Um, uh, even though that, that, that was, you know, per se, you know, use poor judgment. Um, it doesn't mean that I blame all the police and I want the police taken down. Like, no way, no way, no way do I want the police taken down. No way do I think we should have a private sector of security. Cause then I can just see the evilness in that. No, we have private police now, which means that you have to pay a subscription to be protected by this specific type of police now. And, um, they're going to protect those who pay more. So communities that can't come up with enough money to pay this private sector policing, um, there's not going to be any protection there, which means that, you know, crime rate is going to go really high in that area because there's no one there to, you know, investigate and arrest and detain those who are committing crime. So I don't know if you guys see where private policing goes, but yeah, so I don't support defunding our current police officers we have now. Yes. Work meeting. Oh boy. In nombre patri, in et fili, in espiritu santi. I hope everything is okay. I really do, because you know what? Like a lot of places, a lot of things in this country just seem like it's opening back up. Like Google Fi, like I said yesterday, Fi is no longer 60-day extensions. You have to request it by chatting with them. There's no longer request button automatically given due to normality. A lot of um, companies like Cox and all them, Cox Internet and whatever, they're going back to like everything is normal, and we have not been out of the out of the weeds yet. We're still struggling to keep businesses open. We are opening businesses, reclosing businesses, then reopening businesses, then reclosing businesses. This is a really tough time. So, you know, it sucks um, for any company to kind of like take away any type of assistance that they're giving people. There's people that have not, have not gone back to work yet, you know? So, I mean, those are some of the things that they really got to think about. But anyways, guys, um, so let's see. <laughs> Android 11 on a phone that doesn't have um, an 18 by nine aspect ratio. So my pixel two, <laughs> we're going to see what it looks like. It's going to look exactly like all the other ones, but I just think it's funny because this had the 16 by nine. It was kind of like the funniest thing, the way that um, they built the pixel two and two XL. So pixel two had big bezels. Pixel two XL obviously has the 18 by nine aspect ratio display. We'll restart both of these two right now and they'll be fully on Android 11. So that's going to be kind of like insane. I don't know. Yeah, oddness with uh, Pixel devices, Pixel devices, and Pixel devices, and Pixel devices. The only one I don't have with me is my Pixel 3. My dad has it, and the Pixel 1's in my drawer right there. So I have Pixel devices to be updated to Android 11, and just about almost all of them are right now, except for the Pixel 1. That's not getting Android 11. And obviously, if I want Android 11 on my Nexus 5X, I got to wait for someone to build that custom ROM so I can flash it onto my Nexus 5X if I choose to do that. I'm not too sure. I'm kind of worried because uh, the Nexus 5X, the, the type of processing chip it has, it's a hexagon chip. Uh, not hexagon, hexacore. Hexacore chip. So it's not an octacore. It's a hexacore chip. 
and obviously the um the uh higher the the higher cores have been failing on people with nexus 5x and so or no it's the higher or lower cores one of the two um anyways yeah so uh android r finishing system update i actually want to see what the um the easter egg is now i'm waiting for this to finish well i'm not waiting for that to finish per se let me go into it and uh starting to hold the phone like a oh my gosh i just realized something but that's just for me all right let's go to about device and we are on android 11 let's go to the easter egg so it's that i saw that the other day and that's that oh the cat game we have the cat game back (laughs) oh lord so we're catching cats again with uh, Android 11. Wow, that's that's insane. So, uh, plus I have the way I set up my wallpaper to do that, and then that it's kind of funny. Anyways, wow, that's crazy. Um, Android 11 now available for everybody that's you know got Pixels, One Pluses, and stuff like that. Just check, just do a system check. Don't be doing it like every 10 minutes or something like that. Be patient. Your time will come. You will get your software updates. Um, and it's going to roll out in waves. So if you don't have it today, maybe tomorrow, but you know what? Just know this. If you have a Pixel device that's a Pixel 2 and up, you're going to get Android 11. If you have a OnePlus and it's been in part of the, the beta program, you're going to get Android 11. And if you're on Samsung, that's the one That's the one where people really got to start focusing now with like owl eyes. Because now you got to see, is Samsung going to really honor their commitment to three years of software updates? And maybe they'll do it now with Android 11 on their flagship devices like the Galaxy S10 and up. But then the real test, the real test of times is next year with Android 12. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, like, I was going to show um, screen recording. Hang on. Look at me. I'm forgetting all kinds of things. It's all coming back to me afterwards. So let me uh, add screen recording on here because now we have it. Screen record. Bring that into the notifications. I really wish you had it somewhere else other than that, but okay. So it's there now. Um, all right, so screen record looks like that now. Okay, you guys can see where it says record audio and it has a little drop down. So if I hit that and I hit the drop down, now you can see you can you choose microphone, device audio, or you can choose both. So if I wanted to, I can just choose where it's only device audio. So my microphones won't pick up any sound and I could do gameplay on here and record it and then upload it or do speed testing. So let's uh, hit start. So now it's going to start recording. You guys see the little countdown timer on the top. Boom. It's recording now. And I'll go up and I'll do a quick speed test. And then I will post this speed test video to um, to uh, uh, Twitter. So we're going to speed test my internet provider. That is not good. That should be pulling higher speeds on the downlink. But it's only going to like 240. And the uplink is only going to like 35 when it should be at 150. Cox Internet, no good. No bueno. So I go there. Bring down the drop down. Hit end. Tap stop recording. And now the video is saved. 
go to my Twitter and I'm going to post this video up there. But anyways, guys, that's pretty much it for today's podcast, Android 11. Um, let me know what you guys think. If you guys got it, please comment later on. If you guys end up getting this, the uh, update, let me know how it's working out for you guys. <laughs> Kids. Um, and yeah, so that's it for now, guys. I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Thank you for bearing with my children and their loudness. I love them very much. And um, the interruptions, I do apologize for those. And like I said, if you guys want to know how service are in your area, check things like Root Metrics and Cell Mapper. That'll help you basically figure out which carrier is pulling the best in your area. So that way you know which providers to go with in your area. Because it's not always the same across the entire United States. Um, again, my name is Tito. Thanks for watching. Thanks for everybody, for everyone who came in. Um, there will be the audio version on my podcast later on. I'll have that uploaded there. In case you want to, you know, people want to listen to it on the audio side. Hey, you know, it is what it is. I'm weird. You guys take it easy. Take it easy. Aloha.